Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back to Modern Musings. This is your hostess, Cindy Murray, and I am here today with my co-hosts, Amber Garvin and Kristen Hessler. Hello. Hola. And we are bringing up the topic of doctors and specifically different kinds of doctors, what different kinds of doctors do, what their training is. And this was inspired, I, I came up with this idea because a lot of people are misinformed about the difference between MD doctors and DO doctors. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that today. So if this is your first time joining us, thank you for joining us. And we hope you'll stick around till the end. We uh, kind of have an informal chat format here in case you haven't ever uh, listened before. If you have listened before, thanks for coming back. And we hope you enjoy this for- format where we have conversations with our se- with each other and with you. Um what? Uh, uh. Conversations with ourselves. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I had to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're having a conversation amongst ourselves. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Amongst ourselves and um, with you, the listeners, about various topics. And um, and we're all over the place. So um, forgive us if we get a little sidetracked or we get a little silly sometimes because we do that too. Or if our podcast doesn't actually talk about what, what we, we said, said we were going to talk about, talk about. <laughs> yeah. we do that too um but we hope you'll you will stick around because hopefully this will be an interesting one so like i said i wanted to start off talking about mds and do's because a lot of people don't know the difference and um really there's there's two distinctions between them and uh, the first and primary difference between them is the type of school that they go to so um, MDs go to a specific medical school. They are medical doctors. That's what the MD stands for. And they have a certain theory about how people are treated, uh, how patients are treated. And it's based on medicine. So the guiding principles of a medical doctor are that medicine is used to cure illness. That's the whole idea behind medical doctors. And everything about that type of practice, those kinds of medical schools, is based on what they call medicine. A doctor, a DO is a doctor of osteopathy. And an osteopathic doctor is more of a holistic approach to medicine uh, or to treatment of patients. So medicine may not be the first course of action in the practice of a DO. And DOs go to a school, like a med school, it's a doctor of osteopathy school. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> what they're called. But, um, but they go to a specific kind of school. It's different than... A, a DO would not go to the Texas Tech Medical School to get his doctor of osteopathy. An MD would go to the Texas Tech Medical School to get a doctor of osteopathy. So it's completely different tracks of training 
but they take about the same amount of time. But the approach to treatment of patients is, is different. And so, like I said, the DO is a little more holistic in their approach. They look at the whole body. Um, they often look at diet and other things um, as they influence the patient. And uh, it's less focused on prescribing medications. They do still prescribe medications. Um, and they are on equal footing with MDs, even though sometimes the MDs will tell you they're not, but they are, and, um, they just have a different approach to, to why, uh, how to treat medicine. And I, I actually use a DO because I like having that holistic approach to my, um, care. My doctor is a fabulous DO. She looks at my diet. She, um, when I have, when I come in complaining of one problem, she looks at all the other things going on with me and, and how those things also relate to the problem that is presenting at the time. Uh, she also believes in vitamins and supplements a lot, um, diet, dietary changes, and, um, things like, um, aromatherapy and things like that. Mm -hmm. She, she often does things like that. So, um, I really like her because she's, she just has that, that approach where she looks at the whole person, not just this one symptom that we're trying or this one illness that we're trying to treat. And that's how it should be. I, I think so too. Um, and there's, you know, I, some people like the, the medical, the medical doctor approach to things. They just want a pill, cure this, whatever, and I'll be done with it. Um, but I really, I prefer not to have medic medication if possible. I am still on a God awful amount of medication that she has prescribed me, but, um, but she also makes sure that all my medications, um, she is an internal medicine doctor so, uh, or that's what she practices. So, you know, it's like, um, for people my age and it's the whole body, you know, so she, she treats my diabetes. I don't have to go to an endocrinologist to treat my diabetes. Uh, she does recommend that I go to, you know, a cardiologist to have my heart checked out and things like that. But, um, but if it's something within her wheelhouse, she she takes care of all of it. Um, what kind of doctors do you guys use? Um, well, I'm kind of in the uh, doctor transitional period right now. Same. Um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, the doctor that I had before was an MD. But I am really kind of thinking of switching to a DO. Uh, right now, I'm trying to figure it out with my insurance. Mm -hmm. I have a doctor's appointment coming up, as I mentioned last episode, and I can't remember if she's an MD or a DO. Mm -hmm. um, she might even be a nurse practitioner, but it was just somebody that I could get in with that I could have a physical and kind of right. get mm -hmm. the path to good health going mm -hmm. on. Same. I had a doctor. Well, I researched a doctor that I wanted to go to 
And when I scheduled the appointment, they were like, we're going to put you with nurse so-and-so. And I was like, what? <laughs> I had never heard of nurse practitioner before. And I was like, you know what? I need to see the doctor. I'm just going to go. I don't know why they changed my appointment with the other person, but I'll go. And I loved her. She was a nurse practitioner. She used to work in a prison. Nice. Uh, and so, so she nice. was like, girl, I've seen everything. And she did everything. She did all of my female mm-hmm. exams she did my um like guidance on like dietary like she was my dietitian everything mm-hmm. she also helped me with some of like my um mental meds and uh i loved going to her and then for some reason i didn't go to the doctor for a while i think it was while i was having my uh surgery i was you know not needing to go to her cuz i was seeing the other doctor and then when I went back, I was due for, like, my annual, and they were like, sorry, if it's been over a year since you've been here, we're full now. So then they couldn't oh. see me anymore. So then every – and I kind of go to, like, one of those minute clinics for, like, emergency Yeah, I do stuff. that, too. And yeah. so I had been going to the minute clinic for everything, so I just kind of kept it there for a while. So, like you, I'm kind of like, I don't have – Shopping like, around. Yeah. Well, the doctor I had, she moved, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and then – Blue Cross didn't tell me, and then, because I have an HMO, Mm -hmm. which is I have to have a referral to do anything, so I have to have a family doctor, and so my doctor moved, and um, it's been a real challenge because Blue Cross just stuck me with a doctor that turned out to be a pediatrician. Oh, good grief. Not a... uh, Weird. That's yeah, I know, weird. and I'm like, because I'm an that's adult. that's a specialist. You have to have a referral yeah. for that. That's weird. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm an adult, and so there, <laughs> and so I started shopping around again, and then I they put me with another doctor that was for an adult, you know, and so I go and call them to make an appointment because I finally get my card and everything, and I and they said, you know, starts February first or whatever. I call to get an appointment, and they're like, oh, well, we're full. You need to see another doctor at our office. And I'm like, okay, well, do they take my insurance? And what steps do I have to go through to get it switched over to now? So now I have to call Blue Cross again and get some kind of code to give them for Mm. me to see this new doctor. And so I spent like a good... 20 minutes on the phone talking with the scheduler and she asked me all these questions that I didn't really know what I wanted. Do you want an MD? Do you want a DO? Do you want a nurse practitioner? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, I'm I'm not really sure. I want a female because I feel like um, I don't really like male doctors. I don't know why. Probably something psychological, but um, I'd I'd like a female doctor and, you know, one that'll give me referrals and stuff like that. You know, it doesn't really matter what I see. So now I'm just waiting on the approval to go again. Yeah, y'all Crazy both. Stuff. Y'all both bring up the nurse practitioner, and I do like nurse practitioners um, and physicians assistants. Their bedside manner is so much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, they they're they're kind of like the um, the they've kind of seen it all because they're, they're nurses, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, front line. Yeah. They are the front line. Yeah. And, um, I, re- I really like, I, I, uh, 
for five years saw the nurse practitioner at my oncologist's office. I could have elected to see directly the oncologist, um, but because of the way that uh, the rules for that apply, I only had to see him like once a year. And I actually preferred the nurse practitioner um, uh, or physician's assistant. I think they've had both in that office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been two different people. And, um, and I really liked them better because um, I, it was for my oncologist, uh, you know, my breast cancer. I, I just felt comf- more comfortable with a female um, but also they're down in the trenches, you know, the doctors don't do a lot of the things that the, the nurse, triage practic- they don't do the yeah. triage stuff and the, um, the nurses do. And so they, they've seen it all half the time. I feel like the nurse is the one making the diagnosis, you know, well, behind the scenes. Well, by, and, and it, with the nurse practitioner, the right questions, right. you know, yes. Ahead of time to tell the doctor, this is what you know, this is what she's got going on. But, um, yeah, I like that. And, um, and, and that's what I've seen, you know, they're overseen by the doctor, the doctor, the, the nurse practitioner or the, um, physician's assistant has to be overseen by the doctor himself. So whatever they're doing, the doctor is still looking over what they're Mm -hmm. prescribing or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, um, and okaying it. And they wouldn't be working with them in their clinic if they didn't trust trust them. them. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I, I really like that. Um, that's, that's the only, I think that's the only occurrence of, of one that I've had recently, but I really, I do like it. Um, and, and I'm not sure exactly what the difference between a nurse practitioner and a physician's assistant are. Um, except that I think oh. the nurse practitioner, um, starts out as a nurse, they're a registered nurse and then they, they go to additional nursing. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they've got their PhD in nursing or whatever. And then, um, the physician's assistant is a little bit different track of training. Um, they're not a nurse. Mm-hmm. They are actually a physician's assistant and I'm not sure how much of the med school or whatever they've had. But um, oh, probably like a dental assistant. They yeah. get, they can so handle a lot of the tools and <laughs> yeah. stuff, but they yeah. don't actually do the. So on to the dental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about before the before the thing, and Kristen can answer these also. Um, there there are different kinds of dentists. There is the oh DMD. yeah, I got a whole bucket for you. There's DMD, which is Doctor of uh, Medicine and Dentistry, and then there's DDS, which is Doctor of Dental surgery and then there's ddm which is doctor of dental medicine and they're all three the same thing they just go to a different school and they get that so they and they go to medical school Mm -hmm. med school and then they specialize in dentistry and then dental specialists go back to school to get certified in those other so they're like thrice educated right (laughs) so then you have uh, a couple of them that carry on like similar you know you have oral surgeon exodontist Mm -hmm. and maxillofacial surgeon and all three of those can extract a tooth and do surgical procedures 
but like an exodontist just specializes in extractions and then you have an oral surgeon which may do like extractions biopsies some of them treat tmj and things like that and then you have a maxillofacial surgeon and those doctors do everything basically from the nose down and they right. can treat things. plastic surgeries yes. and things like that and uh, corrective surgeries mm-hmm, yeah neck jaw like all the way to your basically from ear to ear nose to chin right and the um, the oral surgeon if i'm not mistaken are the ones who put in um like posts for implants and uh, things like actually, that. Actually, uh, general dentists can also do that. Oh, they really? just okay. go and get the education for that. So if you're looking to do an implant, you could get that from a certified general dentist, which is your DMD, DDS, or DDM. You can also get it from an oral surgeon or a maxillofacial surgeon. I don't imagine many exodontists do that but they could but mostly they just extract teeth uh or you can also get it done by a periodontist which is a gum specialist oh okay yeah Yeah. um and then there's there's prosthodontist which is a doctor who uh actually goes back and gets more education on prosthetic which would be partials dentures bridges implants yes things like that and then there's the orthodontist yeah right? that's your braces doctor mm-hmm. and dentists can actually do yes. this as well yes and because they orthodontists are actually a dentist. so they just like to do orthodontic work so um they usually i in my career i have never seen an orthodontist who also did your regular general dentistry except we have this one orthodontist he just likes doing all of it so he does all of it but typically if you go see an orthodontist you still need to go see your general dentist for like your cleanings and checkups and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. um there's also pedodontist uh which actually in the industry we try not to call them pedodontist because that word is kind of Weird. Close to weird. another word, yeah. so they like to call it pediatric dentist. So I don't know, maybe in you know a few decades they'll probably change it. Um, and then there are some other ones that are not as well known, like an oral pathologist uh, who does uh, focuses on diseases oh, okay. of the mouth. Uh, ENT, which is not really in the uh, dentistry field, but very similar. Ear, nose, and throat. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you have a pulmonologist who also helps with like sleep and breathing. Oh, yes. And so yes. a lot of times they do um, stuff like related with your dentist. Um, and sometimes we get patients who are trying to get a pulmonologist, but they're calling us because they don't know who to go to. Right. And, and those, those are the, like the, the, orthodontic devices or what uh-huh, or not for sleep apnea for sleep mm-hmm. apnea like a, a mouth guard or whatever mm-hmm. that, exactly yeah. yeah so uh dentistry is really interesting because it's such a small little area but there's so many different doctors mm-hmm. um and it's and they are medical doctors that's yeah. what a lot of people don't realize and it's they all actually... like you have a separate insurance for it too yeah <laughs> just like vision <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were well, talking on about... the vision. I was talking about mm-hmm. that one. Um, there's a lot of different kinds of, of doctors with that, too. So um, there is an optometrist um, and they are they go to school. Um, I'm going to get back up here where I was looking at that because I wanted to make sure that I said it right. So an optometrist has um, a postgraduate program that's usually four years of optometric 
I guess is the way you would say mm-hmm. that. Um, and so they do basic and advanced eye exams, um, you know, and things like that. And they can prescribe you glasses and stuff like that. And, and they usually also have um, some clinical training and, a, and they have a residency that they complete just like a medical doctor. Um, ophthalmologists are also um, uh, very similar, but they have a longer um, residency program. So it's usually like four to seven years to go through. And um and they have training for certain subspecialties for, of I eye say, disease. Did they, I was about to say that's a disease. Uh, the Yes, yeah. and so like my mother saw an ophthalmologist, and and when I was younger, I actually saw the same ophthalmologist instead of an optometrist as my regular eye draw doctor, just because that was who she went to. So she just signed us up to go to him. But the reason that she went to him was because she had some optical nerve damage um when she was young um she uh she had a bad case of hepatitis um when she was very very young and she was very very ill and it did some damage to her eyes so um she had to see an ophthalmologist and um and then there is also what they call an optician and uh, oh oh, and the ophthalmologist can do surgeries on your eyes. I was about eyes. to say, would they, that be the cataract surgeon? Yeah, they can mm-hmm. do surgeries. Um, they can do like retinal reattachments and things like that. So, um, and then the um, optician is the person who works in and alongside the optometrist or the op- ophthalmologist. Um, so often they are. Um, a little bit of customer service. Um, it's usually a shorter, a very short program, like maybe uh, an associate's degree. Um, they can uh, fill prescriptions for glasses. So often the the person who fits you for your glasses or, uh, you know, things like that, they can answer some questions also. And they might do some of the testing in your optometrist office, like the the glaucoma tests and things like that. They will run those machines. Are they also and stuff. considered eye doctors? Uh, no, they are not doctors. Doctor, okay. So they are technicians. Got so, it. Okay. um, so that they can do stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, so that's, that's what we have there. And, um, so there, you know, there's some different things there and some, you know, you can go to an optometrist or an ophthalmologist interchangeably, like my mother and I, you know, my mother had to see the, that one, but I, I saw the same optometrist or the ophthalmologist for the long time. I saw. Huh? I saw. I did. I, I saw. But, um, so that's, that's the difference there. Um, Another one that people don't uh, really know the difference between is a psychologist or a therapist Uh and a psychiatrist. And they're, depending on the state that you live in, um, the training for a psychologist is different. Um, Different states have different. I want to say, yeah, the training is different anyway. Like one can prescribe medicine, which is the psychiatrist. That's a psychiatrist, but I'm talking about psychologists or therapists. It it actually varies by state. Um, Some states will let you practice as a psychologist or a counselor with a bachelor's degree. And in the state of Texas, you actually have a, have to have a master's degree um, and specifically in counseling or therapy of some sort. 
So, yeah. um, which is what my niece Ashley is um, going to school for. And so like a psychologist, their training is they have a bachelor's degree usually in psychology and then they have um, their, their postgraduate work, uh, however long, whatever program they're in um, and whatever their specialty is. So there's like school counselors, there's therapists, there's um, licensed uh, LPCs, I think is licensed practicing counselors. Um, I'm not sure if that's the right terminology um, versus a psychologist or a psychiatrist, which is what you were talking about. A psychiatrist is actually someone who goes to medical school, like the medical, they are an MD. Well, no, there can be MDs or DOs. Or as DOs, well. yes. But they are licensed medical, medical practitioners, not therapists. So they are, they don't, they generally don't give therapy, but they can prescribe um, medication. Mm -hmm. And so. there is also like a, a psychiatric nurse that can also that that has the doctorate in psychiatric nursing, nursing. that can mm -hmm. also prescribe medications. Yes. And you can actually be a life coach and not have a degree too. So watch out for that too. Yes. Yeah. Anybody yes. that says life coach, uh, check their credentials. Yeah. There's a difference in different states about the licensing. So in some states, you can. I believe be licensed to provide therapy with just your bachelor's degree. And in fact, I had a friend who uh, was went to school in another state and she was going to practice um, therapy or she was going to, you know, go into practice in, in that state, but she moved to Texas and then found out she could not um, provide counseling services in Texas without going to more school to get her uh, master's degree. So she, she wound up not pursuing that any further. Um, yeah. And had she known, you know, now the term life coach is really common. And I, I think there's a stigma for some people about therapists. They might choose to go to right. a life coach because that sounds more, like on their like some people think oh a therapist we had this whole discussion when we talked about mental health some people yeah. don't like going to a therapist because it sounds like you need there's help. something wrong with but you life coach is someone who just lifts you lifts up, you up and, and elevates yeah, you yeah and man she could have like promoted herself as a life coach and she could have used what she learned yes with her degree yes to because be a you learn i yeah. after watching ashley go to school and learning the things she learned she's learned a lot about well not only do they have psychological classes, you know, about the psychology of the human brain, they take um, chemistry of the human brain, you know, and figure out how mm -hmm. the chemistry works. They also have classes in sociology and social dynamics and, you know, things that that we don't even think about. You know, they, they have to learn uh, how different um, social norms affect people's mental health and um or their you know their belief systems and stuff like that and so there's a lot to it there um so somebody with just their their bachelor's degree in psychology already has a great deal of knowledge mm -hmm. about the human psyche and and you could you could really use that information to do life coaching or 
job coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different kinds I of think, things like that that are very similar um, to therapy, but they're but they're geared towards that specific topic. Right. Even if you have like a bachelor's degree in education, like I do, I did extensive studies on the psychology, the psychology. of children. Absolutely, in college. Yeah. To like prepare like uh, and you like to prepare like the different types of personalities that you have when teaching children mm-hmm. and the different types of psychological damage that children go through as well. And a lot of teachers go on to get their masters in psychology, which is something that I plan on working right. on as well, get my master's in psychology because you know, you don't have to have a bachelor's in psychology to get a master's right. in psychology. Right, you can, you can change what your focus is. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so that is one of my ultimate goals in my career is to get my master's in psychology so I can be a school counselor. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like uh, even on the everyday basis, um, I mean, there's always at least one crisis that I have to handle a week as far as like on a psychological level with the teaching Mm -hmm. of middle schoolers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know if, if my career ever like panned out or changed or I could just pick up and like start my own quote unquote business, I think I would be a life coach. I you know, I, thought, I you like, know that would be my dream job right In there. a lot of ways, <laughs> a lot of the things that we do here on the podcast that that is mm-hmm. what we do. Oh, and that's the part and, of my job that I love yeah. doing. Yeah, well, because yeah. helping at, people up. Yeah. yeah. If you look up. at modern musings on Google, it says life coach. I don't know none of us put that on there, but it does say life oh, coach. Okay. There we are. Google says that my we're a life coach. Um, <laughs> Well, and you know, as a as a person who you know used to uh, work at in daycare, you know, we did a lot of um, uh, developmental d- developmental classes and and things like that with you know with our um, our adult education training that we had to have. Uh, we had to have lots and lots of continuing ed to run the daycare center, and that you know. A lot of it was psychological based training. Mm-hmm. So, um, because, and, and it's a good thing, you know, because you, you want those people taking care of your kids or, te- or, or who are teaching your kids They're to know them, yeah. you're molding those children. And so you want to make sure that they have that good background and can, um, they're not accidentally doing yeah. harm, doing damage. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely if you're going to take your child to daycare, to really vet the daycare because anybody can pretty much own a daycare nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, like, they, yeah, they have to pass the state test or whatever. But I would definitely that, yeah. like a, I mean, I had a friend that put their child in daycare and that daycare pretty much didn't just like let them free for all. And her yeah. child fell off of a table and, Went, went into a coma oh, and had brain damage from that daycare. Oh. So I'm very, like, skeptical from hearing stories like that yeah. about daycare because they just kind of, like, some of them just throw all the kids into a room and just sit there on their phone and don't yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's, I mean, you know, there's good and bad of all, you know, of, of in every business, doggy daycare, people daycare, nursing homes, you know, there that exists so in all true. those places. But, um, but yeah, the, there's, um, and I, I want to throw another one in there. I want the psychiatrist. I do want to mention though, um, the psychiatrists prescribe meds, but they generally do not do any kind of talk therapy. Um, they will often recommend that you do see a therapist in addition to your medications, but they don't generally provide that therapy. And, um, and that is one of the distinctions there. If you are really looking for the, the whole pig picture, um, you're going to have to see more than one doctor for your, your mental health things like, you know, for your depression or whatever, they are not going to fix your depression. They're just going to medicate your depression. And that's a whole nother episode right there. Yeah. There's no quick fix for that. Yeah. Um, but there's also, um, sociologists and social workers. So, Mm -hmm. um, social workers often, have a very similar track to psychologists. They don't necessarily, um, they don't provide the talk therapy, but they are there um, kind of in that life coach capacity, sort of. Um, they're, they're not there to listen to your, to your woes and help you solve your, they are there to help you solve your problems, but um, they often work in very specific environments like, within the school or within, um, hospice or within social Uh, mental hospitals, which is what my mom did. Yeah. And so, and what they do is, um, they're, they're there in those very specific capacities to help families or individuals move through a transition or, um, deal with, um, you know, like the transition to hospice or, uh, you know, dealing with death or long-term illness or disability and things like that. And, um, they're, they're not really there for, uh, that talk therapy, but they are there to guide, um, those, their, their clients with advice on how to get resources and get the help that they do need. So that, that's another one that kind of falls into that same category, because they do have very similar training to the psychologist and, uh, and, and sometimes they have the same degree track for their master's program. So, um, where you can choose to do one or the other. So that's, uh, another difference there. I did want to talk about, you know, uh, internal medicine. A lot of people don't know what that is. And there's, there are lots of different kinds of doctors, Um, you know, there's gerontologists, which focus on, um, elderly patients. There is internal medicine, which is, they kind of focus on the, the organs, the organs and stuff, which is what my DO is. Um, she focuses on your, your heart and your lungs and your liver and your pancreas and things like that. Um, there are, uh, urologists, which focus on your urinary tract there are gastroenterologists which focus on your um, gastric um, system you know your digestive system there are um, cardiologists which and pulmonologists which focus on 
your heart or your an oncologist. Yes, and and your, the pulmonary uh, pulmonologists are for your lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, the oncologists uh, specialize in um, cancers and tissues, tissue disorders. Um, and then there's um, radiologists, which are focused on radio uh, radiologists. Yes, they focus on um, reading MRIs and things like that. So uh, they, there's and there's a difference there as well. That's another one. Um, there are radiology techs, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. then there's radiologists. So the radiologists are the doctors who read the x-rays, read the MRIs, read the CT scans and things like that. And then there's the technicians who are the people who actually run those tests. So that's a little bit different there also. Um, and there, you know, there's, um, are anesthesiologists considered doctors too? They are. Yes, yes, they are. They get a medical thing and then they focus on their, on anesthesia is their specialty. There are, Neurologists, which focus on your nerves. Neurologists. Um, Dermatologists. Dermatologists, which is skin and hair. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, what's the foot doctor? That's a podiatrist. Podiatrist. Which is... Oh, that was interesting because they have... Their name is different. It is. Um, And I don't know the specifics between that. And then there's um, orthopedist, Mm -hmm. which are... um, And orthopedic surgeons, which... Uh, are focused on your your joints, your bones. They can also do feet as well. Yes, they can. Okay, let's talk about one here. Chiropractors. Okay. That's more holistic. It is more holistic in approach, so it's a different school. They are not considered... A medical doctor. They are not an MD. MD. They are a doctor of chiropractic. Mm -hmm. So they have gone to school, and they have received their PhD in chiropractic medicine Mm -hmm. and and they are often more holistic in their approach because they do things they also believe in things like um often believe in things like aromatherapy and alternative treatments but they Mm -hmm. mainly focus on aligning the spine so um if you have poor muscle control if you you know, lift things by stooping over and lifting it up instead of squatting and lifting. You throw your back out and things like that. Or if you sit with your head cocked or whatever, you know, there's different things that you can do that get your spine and your other um, major bones out of alignment. And what they do is they are practiced at feeling where those bones are and, and, um, basically putting them back into alignment. It's sort of like dislocating your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So if you dislocate your shoulder and you go to the emergency room, the orthopedist is going to come in and knock your shoulder back. You know, they're going to pull your shoulder out and get it back into the socket. Um, chiropractors do something very similar with your spinal alignment and um and they're that's what they do is they just focus on your neck and your spine and your hips so um a lot of doctors a lot of mds um do not give a lot of credence to chiropractors but 
DOs tend to be more accepting of them because they're of a similar school of thought. Mm-hmm. So, and then, there, you know, there's also pharma, uh, pharmacological, um, there there's different specialties there as well Mm -hmm. and I don't know anything about the you know pharmacy school and stuff but I I do believe that there's uh it's similar to med school but it's different so you get your chemistry degree Mm -hmm. and then you go to pharmacology school Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit different but similar are we talking about like every single kind of doctor i don't know yeah because we just got into like pharmacology now you know then there's like chemists and uh making the medicines and (laughs) and well there biologists a lot of people don't know you know and Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know that the the pharmacist and the pharmacy techs are two different people Mm -hmm. um there are pharmacy techs who work in the pharmacy who take the prescriptions over the phone or whatever, but it's generally the pharmacist. Well, that's who like does an all associate's the degree. The, yeah. the pharmacy tech is an associate's yes. degree. It has nothing. And they don't dispense medicine. A doctor. They don't dispense medicine, but, but a lot of people don't realize they that can't most of those people in the pharmacy are not pharmacists. Um, and usually there's one pharmacist, and a bunch of techs. Overseeing. And the, the pharmacist cannot prescribe medicine either. Mm-hmm. They just understand the interactions between medications and the side effects. And so that's that's what their specialty is. And they oversee and make sure that the pharmacy techs and staff follow the guidelines. For dispensing medicine or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So... Um, it, does anybody have anything else? No. Uh, I think we've covered quite we've a covered bit there. Covered it all. Um, I know <laughs> there's a lot of different kinds of doctors that we have not talked about, but um, so sorry I'll, if we left you out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe next time we'll get into like. Or if you have doctorates. a doctor, if you if you have a a different kind of specialty doctor, and you know the difference between it and another kind of doctor, you know, share it with us. Um, you know, over on our MMC chat. Um, or on our blogs, uh, I don't know what we're going to blog about (laughs) for this one. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll have something interesting to say and you're welcome to go over and comment on that as well. But, um, I hope, I hope it was enlightening, um, that you learned something from this little chat about the different kinds of doctors. I I learned some stuff about dentists and orthodontists that I didn't know. <laughs> so, uh, I, I really had no idea there were that many different kinds of dentists. Um, but I, I'd seen the DMD and the DDS. I just didn't know what they were. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's some, some good stuff there. So I hope, um, you got something out of it. So, uh, what is coming up next week? Oh, Lordy, we yeah. got one for you. We got a winner for you. Next okay, so week. we've been talking about heavy, thoughtful stuff. So now, yeah, time to get goofy, right? <laughs> Literally, next week we're going to be taking a uh, quiz called "Which Disney Princes Are You," and we're going to share our results on the podcast, <laughs> and we're going to talk about what kind of princes we are. 
And then I, uh, Prince says, not princes. Uh, <laughs> what kind of prince? <laughs> anyway. What kind of prince you want? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. What kind of ladies we are and what kind of princes we want. And uh, we're going to definitely, um, I'm going to pose this question. You be thinking about it for next week. If you were a damsel in distress, which Disney prince would you want to rescue you? Mm-hmm. Oh. So y'all think about that and... Uh, Cindy? <laughs> ah, uh, that's a lot of thought there. But anyway, <laughs> so come back next week. Sounds like it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> right. Uh, we want to give a shout out to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our music and our equipment. Uh, not in that order, backwards. <laughs> and, uh, and we hope that you'll get over on our blogs and our MMC chat and carry on this conversation with us because if you're only listening to the podcast, then you're not getting the whole story. So, yeah, uh, come on over and be part of it. Be part of the conversation. That's we forgot what we OBGYNs. Oh, yeah. I was like, I know we're forgetting something. Oh, you want to yeah, throw that one in there? What's the difference between an OB and a GYN? Uh, <laughs> Do we have to discuss that? No, nope. no, 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 no. We really don't need to discuss If all you the, don't know, go do your homework. All, all the nitty, and then urologists for the males as well. Yeah, I did mention urologists. Oh, we did? Okay, women, okay. Women, women go to urologists as well, though. Yeah, uh, yes, they okay. do. Okay. Oh, what about a proctologist? Okay, let's stop. Yeah, let's go back. Back away. Back away. Put your hands up and back away from the Step away from the vehicle. You're driving in the wrong lane. All right. We will be back next week with something that will make you laugh just as much as that did. Bye. Bye.